Bible coffee talk. Valley Dentier. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and our love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends. Am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible and let's learn more about Jesus Christ together. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Bible Coffee Time with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so glad you're joining me. Today, I am drinking a Van Hoot Butterscotch Caramel Coffee, and it's a coffee that Justin actually got me hooked on, and it has, <laughs> has taken the place of my favorite vanilla biscotti coffee. It is my favorite. I love this coffee. I can't really find it in too many places, uh, and I'm willing to go out of the way to get it. So, Justin, thank you for getting me hooked on this, and shame on you for getting me hooked on this. <laughs> Today's topic is on seasons, and yeah, okay, so before we begin, I just need to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing in his approval, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just come before you. I ask you to be with us. I ask you to allow your Holy Spirit to work through me, to speak through me, to let every word out of my voice be pleasing to you, and to let those who need to hear this message hear it, um, and let it affect their lives and bless their hearts and their minds. I thank you for all the wonderful things that you do and the blessings that you give, and I ask you all these things in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. So just to let you know, the noise that you hear in the background is the fan. If I turn my air conditioner on, it's too loud and it drowns me out and you won't be able to hear me. So uh, it is too hot. There's a terrible heat wave going on where I am. I don't know where you are, but where I am, it's in the um, high 30s. And with the humidity, it's like suffocating. (laughs) It's so hard to breathe. It's terrible. The fans and the air conditioner definitely make it tolerable. So, uh, yeah, the noise you hear are just the fans, making it a little easier for me to be in a room without air conditioning. So, okay, seasons. Uh, We have all, myself and I know you, (laughs) I know a lot of people, have definitely gone through seasons where you've had joyous moments and you've had really discouraging moments and you've had, you know... um, special occasions and you know sorrowful occasions it's it's just the way life works you got your ups and your downs your light and your dark your it's it's never ending as I have said to a few people uh, many times life is in a constant state of perpetual motion we are always moving always moving forward we're never stagnant we're never standing still with that being said um, the seasons that we're in a lot of people face Um, more discouraging moments than happy ones and the reason for that is because they need to learn a lesson yep that's probably not what you wanted to hear but it's true God teaches us through these trials through these moments of um, hardships to teach us to build character to help our spiritual growth and with these trials that we go through it's hard for us to see in the moment that he's actually helping us. I get it. (laughs) 
I've had my fair share of discouraging moments, of hardships, of trials, of tribulations. It's been, honest to goodness, my whole life, one after the other. As soon as I'm finished one, I'm right back in another. And I know I can speak for a lot of people when I say, sometimes, right when you're on the cusp of like this big breakthrough, you know, you know, Jesus, I need you, you know, and you're, you're all in and you're like, God help me. Like I, I need you and I can feel you and I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. The minute you turn that, <laughs> that page, it's like, wham, out of nowhere, Satan comes at you with this trial of like huge proportions. And it's like, really? <laughs> Another one. I just finished a huge trial. I just got over something and now I'm being kicked in the dirt, <laughs> you know, into the dirt by another trial, like, let me breathe, God, please let me breathe. There's a reason for this. The reason is, is that God is trying to teach you to put him first, to love him, to honor him, to praise him, to give thanks to him. When he gives you something, could be anything, could be, you know, an answer to prayer, could be something you're struggling with, something that you've been needing, whatever it is. If God gives you something and you don't properly give thanks for it, He's not going to keep continually blessing you with that thing. He's going to make it difficult so that you learn humility, so that you learn proper gratitude, so that you learn how to be thankful to the Father for what he has given. When you give thanks for the little that you have, he will bless you with more. It's just the way it is. And with the seasons that we go through, the hardships that follow the good times and then more hardships and then more good times. Those are seasons that God is putting you through to teach you to rely on him. That yes, there is this huge trial that you're up against and you might be afraid. Well, you know what? Don't fear. Fear is a sin. It's sinful. Trust. Trust on the Lord. He'll get you through it. If you trust on him, whether... <laughs> I'll give you a for instance. Okay, so... Um, you have a bill you need to have paid and you do not have the money for it I don't know how many people I'm actually speaking to right now but trust me I've been there myself you have a bill that needs to be paid and you have no idea how this bill is going to be paid and you're worried and you're struggling well, God is saying to you don't worry I take care of the little birds do you think there's a supermarket that the birds of the air go to to do their shopping to to eat God takes care of them he feeds them. He provides for them. He gives them shelter. Not everything in your life is, is going to be dandy. And there's times where I'm sure those little birds had to really struggle to find their food. They had to forage and, and you know, search for their food. There's times where we're going to have to search and, and pray and get down on our knees and ask the Lord, you know what, help, help. I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. I don't know how I'm supposed to get by. I don't know how I'm supposed to make it. But you know what? I'm not supposed to worry and I'm supposed to give it all to you and I need you to help me. That is the lesson. And when you learn the lesson that God throws at you and gives to you and, and says, okay, you know what? Like this is a season of learning. You're going to learn this lesson. It's only when we go to him and we trust him and we rely on him that you're going to graduate through that lesson and move on. Because again, life is in a state of always moving forward. So you're never going to be in the same place. Whatever you're going through, whatever it might feel like it's lagging on and it's taking forever, but trust me, it's not. Even even a hair forward is still moving forward. Whether you realize it or not, taking an inch step forward is still a step forward. Just a small little baby step, but it's a step forward. 
God's saying to you, trust. Trust in me. When you trust in me, the desires of your heart will be given to you. I need you to trust me. I got you. I have you. You are right here. You see my hand? You're right there. And I will take care of you. I will provide for you. I will watch over you. I will meet all your needs. And I will bless you with the desires of your heart if you trust in me. That's hard. I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is not easy. It has taken me, I'm 48 years old now, and it has taken me 48 years to grasp this, that when we go through these struggles, when we're really, really having a hard time with, you know, making ends meet, with, you know, figuring things out, with knowing in which direction we're supposed to go in, and we struggle, we stumble, we, we fall down, we, we lack faith, we lack true trust in the Lord. Um, I don't know how many times I myself have gotten very angry with God with the direction he's taken me and thinking he's abandoned me, but he's never abandoned me. God is perfect and always, in everything he does, he is perfect, and he's trying to teach us to rely on him. He gave up his only son on the cross so that you and I and those who call out on his son Jesus and believe in him and have accepted them in Jesus Christ into their hearts as a Lord and Savior, those of us who have done that, he will help, he will provide. He's not about to let us struggle and keep us there. That's, that's, when we struggle in, in whatever we're going through, whatever trials that we're struggling with, like I said, it might feel like it's going on forever, but it's not. And God doesn't want us to stay there. He wants us to move forward. He wants us to advance. He wants the season to change. That's why fall goes through, you know, to winter and winter to spring and spring to summer and summer back to fall. It's always moving. It's always changing. That's why the moon pops up and then the sun, you know, day to night, night to day. It's never the same. It's, it's always moving. And God is very, very wise in, in his counsel. I know for a fact that for myself, I've, I've had these, these moments of doubt, you know, God, where are you? Like, I really need you. I don't see you. I don't understand what's going on, you know, and it's when I question him that the season seems to prolong. It seems to go on a little longer than what it should. In the Bible, in Daniel chapter 2 verse 21 and I'm gonna give you a second to turn to your Bibles I'm reading out of the King James Bible because I find that it's the least translated Bible out there I will however sometimes on occasion use the NIV Bible the new translated Bible uh, new international Bible sorry um, because it's a little easier to understand however I do cross-reference the two of them because I find that when it's not the King James Bible version um, some words are changed, and I don't like that. So I'm reading right now from the uh, King James Version, and the scripture I'm reading is from Daniel 2, verse 21. And it says here, And he changes the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and set up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and the secret things. He knoweth what is, and the darkness and the light dwelleth within him. That's verse 22, sorry. <laughs> so, what I take from this is, is that God is in control of everything. He changes the seasons. He, he gives you 
wisdom. He, he gives the things that you need when you need it for the season that you're in. If you're in the winter, you're going to need some things for winter living. You're going to need a warm coat and, and big, heavy, warm boots and a hat, mitten, scarves. You're going to need that in order to survive. And in the summer, like now, when it's hot and it's humid, you're, you're going to need a fan or some way of cooling down. God knows this. He knows it. And he provides for you for those times. What kind of God wouldn't provide for his children? What kind of father wouldn't provide for his children to help them adapt to what's going on around them? It just makes sense. In Acts chapter 1, verse 7, and again, I'll give you a couple seconds to, to get over there. It's um, way, way over lots of chapters, lots of books um, towards the uh, back of the Bible uh, in the New, New Testament. So it's Acts chapter 1, verse 7. And that says, um, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. So when we question God and we say, you know, why? I don't understand this. I don't understand why God would allow this to happen. I don't understand how, how my life has ended up like this and how God could just turn his back. And I don't understand. And why would God? And you know what? Now you're questioning the Almighty. Now you're questioning, you know, God. And by doing that, this season that you're in, you're not going to be moving forward. You're not going to be progressing. You will be moving baby steps forward, but not exponentially the way that you should. I guess what I'm, where I'm trying to go with this is, is that we all struggle and life is not perfect. And Jesus never said life is ever, ever, ever going to be perfect. He never said that by following him, by, by accepting him as your Lord and Savior, that life is going to be easy. In fact, what he said was that life is going to be difficult. They're going to hate you because of me. But they hated me first, and they killed me for it. So if you're going to love Jesus, if you're going to follow him, you have to know that in the times that you need him, call out to him. You know, the, the times that you need him, the struggles, the, the troubles, the, the, the trials that we all go through, and we think, this is it, like, I, I can't take anymore. Like, I'm just at my wit's end, or... You know, I hate everybody and I can't stand these people or whatever it is. That's when you need to call on your Heavenly Father. You need to ask Jesus to help you through it. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to come work through you, to open your eyes, to, to soften your heart, to help you move forward with the Lord. Not on your own, because you can do nothing on your own. The only thing you can do is ask for help. And by asking for help, God will help you. He loves you so much that he's going to help you through whatever you're going through. And these seasons that you're stuck in, you'll find yourself unstuck. You'll find yourself moving forward. You'll find yourself, you know, in another season of joy, of happiness. And I don't know how long those seasons are going to last. I, I'm not God. I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is, is that... The end game is to see the face of Jesus. That's all I care about. I have been going through, personally, hell the last little while. I've really been struggling with something, uh, personally. Um, 
it hasn't been fun and there's other things that I'm very worried about but I, my hope is in Jesus Christ and I know that I will get through this that this season that I'm in will bring joy I know it and I know that this is a test I just finished saying this to Justin last night you know what like these things are a test it's like school we're given a test and when we pass we move forward and it's usually during a test that the teachers quiet waiting for you to ask for help if you need help they're there that's like the Lord the Lord is saying you know what you're going through a test I'm here if you need me but you need to do this on your own because when you do it you'll advance and when you advance you're stronger in me you you have more wisdom in me you're able to help others because of what you went through for me and that's that's the end goal is to spread the word of Jesus Christ to help others get to know the Lord so that I myself can see the Lord Jesus too if I I know for myself when when things are stagnant, when I don't read my Bible, when I don't pray, when I don't seek his face, that's when these hardships hit me the hardest. And I feel disconnected and I feel withdrawn and I feel um, sad, really, really sad. And for a while, you know, you're so into your own thing that you really don't put the pieces together and understand what it is you're going through. But in the quiet moments, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it's like, hey, remember me. Let's spend some time together. And that's when I will, you know, in the middle of a movie, I will crack the Bible open and read something. Um, I will pray in the shower. And, and I will get down on my knees in the shower. And I will ask the Holy Spirit to help me, to give me guidance. These seasons... These, these seasons, these moments of um, heartache and, and worrisome fear that, that plagues us. And uh, we don't, especially with what's going on in the world today, like there is so much garbage going on out there with, you know, these so-called fake Christians that, you know, cram religion instead of Jesus Christ down your throat with these people that, you know, say one thing and do another with these people that scream Jesus in people's faces instead of leading them with love, with people that hate each other, with people that are, their, their fruits aren't being seen, with people that, um, that, that are openly hostile to each other. Like, I, my heart hurts for these people. It really does. Because if they only truly knew the love of Jesus Christ, if they got their heads out of their butts, <laughs> I know that sounds awful, but if they did, if they just took their head out of the sand and, and looked at, you know, what they're saying, what they're teaching, how they're treating others, how they're living their life, and what is coming down the pike. I mean, I'm telling you, they, I just said this to, to Justin last night. If these people knew what is coming, how fast would they convert? How fast would they give up the life that they're living, the sins that they're embracing, and turn to Jesus Christ? That's a huge eye-opener. I mean, again, I've said this 
in, in one of my other podcasts, you see someone standing on the middle of the road, you're going to want to flag them down, scream at them and say, turn around, get off the road. Because what you're seeing is a truck coming at them. And they can't see it because their back's towards where the truck is coming from. They don't see it. They don't know. But you see it. You see it because you know, because you've read the Bible, because you do have that personal relationship with Jesus. And they're walking their merry way, and they're, you know, not paying attention. They don't want to listen. You know, I, I know what I'm doing. I don't have to listen to you. But what do you think is going to happen eventually? Might not happen immediately, because the truck's still way back in the distance. Might not happen, you know, a little while later, because now he's a little closer, but he's still not right at that man who's walking in the middle of the road. But eventually, eventually that truck will catch up and it will kill the man in the middle of the road. It will hurt him and do a lot of damage. Well, that's, that's what's coming. There's a lot of damage that's going to be coming. That's a season I don't want people who I care about to face. So if that means that I have to go through my season now of learning, of being taught lessons so that I can better teach others or I can be a better witness for the Lord or I can better um, love the Lord, I'll do it. My birthday came and went on the 23rd. And I told just I told my kids this. It's pretty funny. Uh, we had Chinese food. And it was right around the corner. And I didn't mind walking to this Chinese place because when it got me out. And I've been really, really trying to, to lose weight. And in the last four months, I've aggressively gone after a healthier lifestyle. So walking to, to get some Chinese food was, was a treat. But it was also my way of getting out and about and getting some exercise. So I'm at the Chinese food place. I picked up our food. I'm walking home. And I see what looks like this homeless woman. She's in these dirty sweatpants. She's in a hoodie that's pulled up over her head. She's wearing sunglasses. She's dirty. Her sweatpants, her sweatshirt are just stained. She's got dirty hands. She's holding a grocery bag that's half full with what looks like garbage inside. What was I to think? I assumed, which is wrong, I should never do that, but I did assume that she was homeless. And she went into the, like, underneath the stairs of, of this business to rummage through what I thought was garbage. My heart hurt for her. So I walked around the corner, opened up the Chinese food, took some out, and I went over to her and I, I said, excuse me, ma'am, would you, would you like some? And immediately she got hostile with me. She's like, I'm not a bum. You think I'm homeless? Curse word, curse word. Um, now, my heart was in the right place. I'm not bragging saying, look at what I did. I'm trying to point out a, a very profound lesson here. Even though she shunned me, even though she berated me with vulgarity and aggressively like, kind of threw her arms up in the air, I don't know if she was on drugs, but she was just, she was non-thankful, let's put it that way. Now, I tell this story to somebody, maybe you or somebody else would say, wow, like, see, that's why I don't help people. Boom. Wrong answer right there. I did it, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. I would do it again if she came at me and punched me in the face. I would do it again, because that's 
Christian love. That's Christ-like love. When we show love to others, when we help others, the Bible says, and I'm going to try to see if I can find it. Um, I believe it's in, sorry, I'm just Googling, Matthew 25, verse 40. Um, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. If I'm going to help someone, I'm going to do it for the right reasons in my heart. They might not accept it. They might come at me. They might, you know, curse and swear and slap me and think that I've insulted them. But God sees my heart. That's a season right there. The season of being taught. And I just got goosebumps. When Christ moves through you, when the Holy Spirit moves through you and says, Do this now. However anybody else reacts, that's, that's something they have to take up with God. But if you're obedient, if you love the Lord, that you will show others love by even trying to help them when you think they're hungry. Even if they're not, you're still showing someone love. That's the lesson right there. Not, I'll never do it again, or I'll never help anybody else, or, you know, woman was crazy, or, you know what? I, I, for myself, I walked away from there, <laughs> ran more like it. I kind of got out of there as quick as I could. But I know in my heart that when I get to heaven, that moment, I can stand before God and say, I did what I could for those that I could with what I had. And I don't have a lot. So with what I have, I will gladly share. That's how we're supposed to be. That's the lesson. That's the season. When you learn the lesson, you move forward. And you're given more. You're blessed with more because you've been thankful for the little bit that you've had. And the little bit you've had, you've tried to help others with. That can be applied with food, with knowledge, with clothes, with anything. Love one another as I have loved you. I gave my son, my one and only begotten son, to die on the cross for you. For you, for you, for me, for all of mankind, forever. And I did it because I want you all with me. I want you with me. When I tell my son it's time to go and collect the chosen ones, I want you, and you, and you, and you, and, and even me. I want, God's saying, I want all of you to be caught up in the sky with my son. I want you at the bride's dinner, at the lamb's, the, the lamb's feast. I want you all there. But I need you to learn these lessons, to soften your heart, to be taught a lesson so that you can teach others. I know what it's like. That's, that's I guess, where I'm going with this is, is why I told you about my trying to help this woman is I know what it's like to go without food. I know what it's like to be hungry. I've gone days and days and days without food. Days without food. I know what it's like to be homeless, to be hopeless, to have nothing, to be on the streets. I know. I've been there. I've lived it. I would have loved it if somebody had have seen me and turned and said to me and my children, 
It's my birthday today. Can I share my birthday dinner with you? That's the lesson. That's the lesson. I want to be able to do for others what I would want done for me. And when I saw this woman, my heart broke for her because I had no idea that she was homeless or that she had food or she had a home. I didn't know. I was acting from my heart and I offered her what little I had. Part of a birthday celebration dinner that my family and we're going to enjoy. So that's, I guess that's the lesson is walk with the Lord. Let him take you through the seasons when you're finding it hard, when you're finding it difficult, when you're finding life just overwhelming and like you can't go on. Call out to him. He hears you. He hears you. He will help you through it. He will lead you through it. He will give you cheat sheets to get through. He will. He gave you the Bible. Life is not going to be perfect. It's not all rainbows and unicorns and, and cotton candy. It's not. It's difficult and it sucks and it's hard and it's it hurts sometimes. But we have to. We have to hang on. If all it is is just on the thread of Jesus' garment. The hem of Jesus' garment. Just touch the soles of his feet. And just say mercy. He'll hear you. He will help you. He loves you. So that's my podcast for today. I uh, I hope that you found it encouraging. I hope that the message spoke to your heart. I hope the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart. I hope that you are led by the Spirit and you walk with love and you're obedient and you are faithful to Him and that you trust Him. If you need help to pray, if you don't know how to pray, uh, I am on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook because I have stepped back for a while just because it's just a terrible place. <laughs> I don't find it good at all. Uh, but my messenger is open, so you can message me there. You can email me at alibabath, A-L-L-Y-B-A-B-A-T-H, at gmail.com. You can email me. You can... Uh, there are a number of ways that you can get a hold of me. Um, I will gladly help you to pray, pray for you. Justin and I will happily pray for you. If you want to know more about Jesus Christ and you don't know how to find him, where to look, how to read a Bible, how to, um, how to reach out, then I encourage you to, again, message me, to reach out to me. I will happily help you on this beautiful journey you're about to embark on. And if you are ready now to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you need to do is say these words. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you for bridging the gap between an everlasting death and an everlasting life with you. Come into my heart. Make me a new person in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you've said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Welcome. I encourage you to read your Bible, to pray, 
to message me if you want a sister in the Lord. You know, Justin and I, we will pray for you. We'll pray with you. We will include you in our prayers. <sighs> yeah. So, with that being said, I wish you a wonderful day, wonderful night. I encourage you to read Joshua 1.9. It's a beautiful Bible verse. If you don't know um, what that verse means, uh, I will wait a couple seconds while you turn your Bibles to Joshua 1.9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. How beautiful is that? Don't be afraid. Be strong. Be courageous. God, the loving God, the everlasting God, the almighty God, is with you everywhere you go. Isn't that wonderful? So I'm going to leave you with that. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful day, guys. Wonderful evening. God bless to you all. Bye for now. Hey guys, I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son, Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith. I hope that what you heard today has touched your heart and is tended to administered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that he fills you with his discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. Until we're again together fellowshipping over coffee, this is Ali Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys. Bible coffee talk. What? You're still here? Podcast over. Go home. Go.